Welcome to A Deeper Dive, where we take a look at modern problems, modern solutions, and analyze everything in the world that's happening. Good morning. Today, we will be joined by a representative of the North Carolina Health and Information Exchange, who will be helping us take a deeper dive into COVID analysis, COVID combating, and online schooling. Hello, Christy. Nice to meet you. Do you want to tell the viewers a little bit about yourself? Good afternoon. My name is Christy Burris, and I'm the Executive Director for the North Carolina Health Information Exchange Authority. Would you care to explain a little bit more about the North Carolina Health and Information Exchange? Sure. Health information exchange systems have been in development nationwide since a federal law was passed in 2009 to promote the electronic movement and use of health information among healthcare providers. In North Carolina, we have a statewide health information exchange. What does this mean? When you visit the doctor and the doctor is typing into their laptop or their iPad device um, the information that you're sharing with them during the visit, this information is then securely and electronically shared with the statewide health information exchange in order to achieve better patient care and lower the cost of care. This way, providers can look across uh, your healthcare record from disparate providers. So if you have a primary care provider or a pediatrician, or you may go see a specialist, they can look at your medical information electronically rather than you have to take your health information with you to each visit. That's really interesting. The two topics of today's podcast are gonna mainly be about COVID response and online schooling. Is your department in any way related with COVID response? Yes, that's a great question. We're actually working with the Department of Health and Human Services uh, to support their COVID-19 contact tracing and outreach and syndromic surveillance. We're able to help them improve their patient matching um, based on the data that we have in the Health Information Exchange. Today in the Health Information Exchange, we have clinical records for over 10 million patients in North Carolina. Now, as a student, I personally do not love online schooling, even though I know it is mandatory for us to continue online schooling until it is safe for us to return to the classroom. I hope that we can return to the classroom soon because I know for a lot of kids, it is hard for them to pay attention during online schooling. Do you want to share your opinions on online schooling? So I have two uh, lines of thinking about online school during COVID-19. One, as a, um, a parent watching my child who has attention deficit disorder, I really try to navigate his way through a completely online curriculum, um, four hours back to back with very little break. Um, without being required to be on video, it's been especially challenging um, to watch him because it's been stressful for him to try to be engaged and to keep up. And uh, and it's just not the same environment as if he were in the classroom uh, where all of his senses would be uh, engaged for, for, for better and more productive learning. With that said, you know, my sister is a school teacher and having talked with her um, and her, she's in Onslow County, trying to teach students in the classroom while also having students who are logging in uh, to learn virtually, the amount of um, stress and strain it's put on teachers in this environment, um, you know, 
should not go, you know, unnoticed as well. And so I would just say that I've been really impressed with um, the Wake County's um, teacher response and uh, their efforts to try to really develop an online curriculum um, with the challenges that we have. Yeah, those are some really good points. Um, I think a lot of people should learn to side with both sides of the story about how it's really hard for teachers to do online schooling and in-person at the same time or just online schooling. So it's putting stress on the teachers, but it's also putting stress on the students because it's hard for them to pay attention. There's all these outside factors. Um, So I think all in-person will always be the best way to do it, but we have to work with what we've got for right now. And it was a Great time having you on the podcast. Thanks for coming by. Thank you for listening. That was a deeper dive.